I get there and the lockbox is empty. There's no key in the lockbox. So I messaged the agent and, uh, you know, she didn't reply. At this point, I was like thinking, okay, well, there's no key. There's no lockbox. There's no one else around. Clearly, whoever took it out is gone. And so I just called my guys and I said, turn around, go back. I'm not, uh, we can't get in. You're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate today. Good morning and welcome to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast, your go-to source for all things related to the dynamic and ever-evolving real estate market in Ottawa, capitals, Canada's capital city. Perfect. Our podcast is designed to provide valuable insights, expert advice, and insider tips to anyone interested in buying, selling, or investing in real estate in Ottawa. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer, a seasoned investor, or simply curious about the local market, our podcast has something for you. We'll be talking about the latest trends and developments and sharing our own experiences and perspectives on the Ottawa real estate scene. So whether you're looking to navigate the buying and selling process, stay up to date on market trends, or learn more about investing in real estate, We've got you covered. Wow. Tuning into the Auto Real Estate Podcast. Let's get started, gentlemen, shall we? That was wild. I loved it. (laughs) What a mouthful. When you you listen to that, it's like, how do you not want to listen to the show? (laughs) Yeah. We should just just have the AI do our whole show. That way, (laughs) we don't even need to listen to us. (laughs) We should should have the AI script each of us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did that once and said I had a degree from some university I'd never heard of. I was like, oh, okay, well, it's got most of it right, but a few things off. How was uh, how was the weekend, gentlemen? We're just cruising out of Easter weekend here. Weekend was good. It was uh, Paul. He uh, hosted, hosted a great meal. A couple of us over on Saturday. It was uh, great, uh, great steak and salmon dinner. Compliments mm. to the chef. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. a good time. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was good, and then family uh, family stuff yesterday. Um, yeah, I mean, we're already Monday. Actually, uh, headed yeah. to Toronto right after recording this for the uh, Jays home opener tomorrow. So, looking forward to that. Nice, nice. Yeah, good day for a drive. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, much some of the same with me. Just some family stuff over the weekend. A little bit of work. Um, actually. Speaking of a little bit of work, I, I will say something that happened that uh, this is for any realtors that are listening. Do not do this um, because you look like a clown, basically, and you make people upset and you waste people's time because you're not paying attention. And uh, as we know, this is a detailed business. So thank you for fucking up my day. I hope you're listening. So oh my God. Yesterday, I had a showing book yesterday. It was my only showing of the day. On Easter, on Easter Sunday, I did it. My clients um, really wanted to see a property, opted to come in from their cottage on on Easter Sunday. They were there for the weekend. I wanted to come in to see it. Um, I get there and the lockbox is empty. There's no key in the lockbox. So I messaged the agent and, uh, you know, she didn't reply. At this point, I was like thinking, okay, well, there's no key. There's no lockbox. There's no one else around. Clearly, whoever took it out is gone. 
And so I just called my guys and I said, turn around, go back. I'm not, uh, we can't get in. So they do that. They turn around. We just have a quick conversation. I'm back in my car, just talk, talking to them as they're turning around. And what do I see? Oh, I see a bunch of people get out of cars in the visitor's parking uh, that were there, uh, I guess, well before we were. And they come in 15 minutes into what our was our scheduled appointment. Ours was 11 to 1130. Uh, and then around 1115, after we kind of waited, figured out that this wasn't happening. All I see is this family and, and a realtor or a realtor or two just walk right in to the place that was locked. The door was locked. There was no key in the lockbox. So apparently what had happened, uh, and the agent was, the listing agent was also pissed. I know her. Um, they had got there pre-11 o'clock. They were waiting for uh, some people and they took the key out of the lockbox and just happily sat in their car. And although they would know if they were paying attention that uh, there was someone that had a showing at that time, they had a showing booked for 11.30 to 12, but of course they pulled the key out before 11 o'clock screwed up <laughs> and now definitely lost uh well they lost a lot of respect and uh they you know they screwed up our our day our holiday so that was uh pretty irritating yeah well, so realtors don't be dicks like that that sounds like a fun easter sunday yeah <clears throat> that's like that's full that's of like, joy full that's of like joy. slap in the face kind of shit wake up just uh <clears throat> brutal what? brutal why would they think pulling it out and sitting in their car for over half an hour would be yes. like the, because the I didn't strategy? Even, I didn't for even planning. see them. I didn't even see them until I was about to leave and I was there 15 minutes early. So basically they were sitting in their car for half an hour while the other showing, like it was like what, they sabotaged it? I was going to say that's a that's a way of eliminating multiple offers. <laughs> the question is, did they get the home? That's that's the real question. If they bought the I home, don't know. I mean, there there was an offer on the property already. That was one thing. They were in negotiations. So uh, the agent said that she thinks it was, the, well, I haven't talked to her today, but I'm sure that it was. It was the same buyer going back again. What wow. They, did not, they didn't check the appointments. So that's why it feels like a sabotage at the same time too, right? Sounds like, like we'll collusion. Take, Sounds we'll like collusion. We'll watch them not get in, and then we'll go in after they leave. That's what it looked like. Now, with a wow. selling agent and the buying agent from the same brokerage, that's the real question. Mm -hmm. That I don't know. That I'm I don't kidding. know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not planning. Uh, not planning conspiracies. <laughs> um, but man, that's talk shitty. about that's too like, bad. You know, talk about irritating, right? You know. Can I can I give you a positive story now? Yep. That, after that, um, I had so we had the power out last week. It's just storytelling the last couple of weeks. Um, power went out, what was it, Wednesday, I guess, last week. So we yeah. had our power come back on at our place midnight Thursday. So between Thursday, Friday. Uh, but the furnace didn't kick back in. So couldn't figure it out. Tried all the, uh, you know, the layman uh, fixes. You know, I, I hit the breaker. I uh, tried the furnace switch. Uh, hey, all the things that when you don't know how a furnace works, you try um and then i called my uh technician friday morning the house is at you know 11 12 degrees is good friday now holiday friday uh responds within two minutes to my text message sends the technician out uh within an hour i got a new thermostat furnace is back up and running always great humans um i'm working with a crowley 
Crowley Heating and uh, and Air Conditioning. Dan is the uh, the owner there. He took over the business, I want to say, three years ago, and he helped me huge when I was doing my renos. And uh, since then, they're they've been excellent. So it was a good news story. You know, we Crowley. were he was out here, Crowley. They were had the technician on site within less than an hour. Everything was up and running. Wow, pretty happy about that on a holiday. So there are good humans out there. That's something else. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> yeah, that's fantastic service. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Well, or either that, or it's or it's a, it's telling of how much business that uh, you've given them for your uh, since your Reno and yeah, maybe. Uh, and for your Reno. <laughs> yeah, the twelve the twelve referrals I've given them might be the reason that they yeah, they're like it's so Paul Stevenson. Get over there. <laughs> it's just like money the bat signs, phone. Just money signs <laughs> going off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just one of those money machines, like, oh, yeah. start shooting every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, um, so this week in real estate, oh, we might as well talk about what we're here for. Um, all, all related, though. All related. Greg, your all story related. is disappointing. Uh, I would say, you know, it'd be nice to get some more uh, details. We've had a few of those stories recently. We've had some some trouble out there in the uh, in the streets with uh, with other agents, it seems. Yeah, yeah. Ready did to lay the smack down. Did that? Did now that that place of last last week that we were talking about? Did did that get any sales on it? The the rotating no uh, no, no no rotating of offer date. Of course not. <clears throat> sits sits it sits <laughs> it sits it sits that's that, that's it it sits <laughs> it waits. Sounds like we'll sounds like that listing that listing might be the same agent that's been sitting that was sitting in her car for an oh, hour with the fucking man. key. Wow, wow! I can't. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Oh, I will say. Uh, I mean, just speaking of real estate, I will say uh, that uh, the rental market is mega hot. Uh, we did uh, three rental deals last week between Luca, my mom, and I. We all kind of worked on all three of them together. It was interesting. Um, and, uh, I gotta say, if you are looking for a rental and listening to the show and have had problems getting a place because you have pets, you're not talking to the right agent. Call me all three of the rental deals. I did. They said no to pets, got all three of them done with pets because of our bulletproof pet clause. And, uh, two of them were multiple offers. Wow. That, that multiple no offer pets. on rentals. Multiple offers on rentals said no pets. We got, we won and we had pets. So, and, and one of them was like a slam dunk, like with credit and work and everything. The other one wasn't, but we got it. And the pet clause, the agents were like, yeah, like that's a strong pet clause. One wanted a pet deposit. And I said, absolutely not. I'm like, I'm, we're not paying a $500 pet deposit. Have you read the clause that I sent you? And they're like, you're right. Sorry. We accept. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So if you're having a problem and I just got another rental client, someone called me, listen to this guys, listen to this. This is another thing about our industry that pisses me off. So a friend of mine messages me and he says, uh, listen, he goes, can you help my, can you help my girlfriend? She's, she's looking for a new place. Uh, she needs a rental up to 2,500 townhouse, whatever. And I'm like, sure. And then he says, you know, she has a town, uh, she has a stack town home that she's selling as well. I'm like, well, I'm like, great. Does she need, a, does she need a hand with that as well? And then, uh, you know, he says, he says, well, no, he, she has, um, she has an agent she's working with. 
on the uh, on the sale. And, and then I say, well, then why isn't she working with this agent on the on the rental? And she's like, he's like, well, she sends him listings that she finds and then he makes a call and they decide if they're going to go um, go or not. And it's and it's been difficult because she has pets. I'm like, so basically the agent who's selling her house that wants to work to sell her house doesn't want to work to get her a rental because he doesn't think that it's worth his time. Although apparently he's good enough to list the home for sale or he doesn't have a mm. team that can help with rentals. <clears throat> so I'm like, dude, I'm like, send, send the information my way. Anyways, reached out to her. Um, you know, she's like, thanks for getting in touch, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, listen, I'm happy to help to so go through. So anyways, I'm going to be working with, with her on, on the rental or, you know, the team's going to be working with her on the rental and, uh, for the listing, I don't know. I'm just hoping that maybe the experience on the rental side makes her tell her agent, you know what, mm -hmm. Greg Campbell goes above and beyond. You're not doing that for me. So again, the industry laziness lazy why would you not mm -hmm. help your client who's already your client and your friend find a rental why would you sit on your hands let them find it and then tell them yes or no it's like oh it says no pets Are you kidding me i've got the fucking pet clause call me <laughs> greg, greg santa claus over there <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> i'm telling you though like what is it like i just told two stories pet daddy start calling me like, pet like, daddy <laughs> idiot <laughs> greg is fired up <laughs> Idiots, man. I'm telling you, like, no, do the work. That's so Idiot. funny. See, speaking speaking of rentals, though, the, the numbers, and I know you're in the car right now, so you're not able to see them, but you you know, you did send us some stats, and, and I just wanted to touch on one because you're talking about rentals that Riverside South uh last week they were up on rent on rentals uh compared to 2022 for that week. They're up uh 33%. Uh, for the number rented and the rents were up uh, over a hundred dollars on average. So the average rental price of 2477 versus uh, 2348 in 2022. So yeah. Um, Riverside South has a pretty hmm. strong rental rate still. I yeah. find that there, I find that most markets now, I think as we've seen over the last few weeks is balanced out where the price is almost similar um, because hmm. they've had to because of all the competition. But I mean, it's super healthy. And like I said, I did. Three, I hadn't done rentals for a while, and just doing three last week. Like now, I've got the groove. Now I'm, you know, back in the process of rentals because they were all they were all good clients, and they and they needed help. They were having mm. a hard time finding anything. So there is good properties out there, and the, some of the good ones. There's one that we got that was a big single family home. Uh, and what did we get? What did we pay in the end? I think it was twenty eight fifty. Twenty-eight fifty for a single family in um, in Barhaven, which I thought was great. Uh, brand new, hasn't never been lived in. So like mm. new appliances, we got oh, custom wow. blinds thrown in. Um, got the pets, got the pets, mm -hmm. and um, well, we know you got the pets. Yeah, we we, we know full well you got the pets there. in there. Um, <laughs> you see anyone coming out of a rental with a dog? Greg helped them. Oh man, Way too <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so the rental market is healthy, and I'm telling you, realtors, if you're again, okay, I want to, I just want to keep saying, sitting on your hands. <laughs> if you're, if you are sitting on your hands waiting for buys and sells, just get off your, get off your hands, because think about it, you do, you do two, three, four rental deals a month. It's, it's a lot of work, but you know what? You've got the money coming in, and then you've got four, three to four people 
that you've helped that will eventually be buying a home. And if you keep in touch and do your follow-up, guess what? That's money in the bank down the road. Mm-hmm. So don't sleep on rentals. Anyone that's sleeping on rentals, I'm taking them because I'm wide awake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah. This is great. Um, the, so do you want to touch on, Greg, seeing as though you're on a roll right now, do you want to touch on the, uh, the average price in, uh, in Ottawa? That so the average the price, month? I mean, and again, guys, I'm, uh, I'm in the vehicle. My, my kids are doing a dance photo shoot out here in Rockland this morning. So I have photo uh, shoot. the, uh, yeah, hip hop, competitive hip hop photo shoot today. <laughs> they look amazing. And, uh, so the average, Dave, maybe you can like so, help me with this. So the, yeah. the average so, price is 710,000 for a residential home, right? Correct. Yeah. And so I, I do want to touch on the fact that I think it was just last month, it was just, it was 709,000. And I predicted that by, you know, by June, it was going to be about 725. I still think that that's going to happen with all the buyers out, all the listings coming up. Um, I think maybe 720 at the, you know, at the minimum, which is not too far off. That's only $10,000 as an average. And that's really interesting because that was the same price as the average last June when the prices kind of started going down. So we've got a pretty uh, healthy market to quote uh, Steve Bailey, uh, healthy market here. And, uh, you know, we're going to see, we're going to see more of it. I will say though, there was, I think 500 and I want to say 596 listings in Ottawa in the last seven days that came out. Um, that's, and that's active right now. That's not including what's sold and conditionally sold. I just, I quickly took a glance at, at what's active right now in terms of new listings in the last seven days. And that's a lot. So I have a feeling that, you know, the market is, is balanced. Uh, I think if the people, if the listings keep coming out, I think we may switch to a buyer's market. Oh, I, and, and I, I didn't think that would be the case, but I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. People still complain about no inventory, but it's not that there's no inventory. It's just that there's not a lot of great inventory. And I guess at the we right always... price point. <clears throat> and at yeah. the right price point, right? For From Absolutely. a qualifying perspective. Absolutely. I, and, and that kind of parlays into uh, this week uh, on Wednesday is another Bank of Canada rate mm-hmm. announcement. Um, you know, most economists are predicting it will hold steady. Uh, again, However, you know, inflation has been coming down and it came down to 5.2. There hasn't been, uh, you know, an updated numbers yet, but um, there is, uh, there's, sorry, my child fell behind me. Um, there's <laughs> Falling children, <laughs> dancing um, children and falling children. But, uh, but there was a very strong jobs market out, uh, that came out, numbers that came out of 35,000 new uh, jobs. Most of them were pr- uh, part-time. So that is something that does skew those numbers um, is, is that factor, but they were expecting, I believe it's less than half of that um, as far as what they were expecting for, for numbers to come out from, from that. So obviously a resilient jobs market does um, and resilient uh, income levels kind of keeps prolonging that, that inflationary numbers. So um oh. You know, hey, it'll great, be interesting. Great, great segue. I can actually. Uh, well, I'm, I'm the master of segue. I'm not- the, uh, I'll, I'll read. I'll read the intro to uh, to the article here. It says March jobs data must be worrying to the Bank of Canada. 
Canada's economy continued to motor, in, motor on in March with the creation of nearly 35,000 new jobs, once again beating economists' forecasts. Stats Canada report that 18,800 full-time jobs were created in March, along with 15,900 part-time positions, <clears throat> which beat the census sure. forecast of 7,500. Yeah, a little bit. Um, a little bit higher. Uh, that also kept the country's unemployment rate of 5% for the fourth straight month. Economists had expected to be uh, to tick up 5.1%. Uh, so what it means for next week's Bank of Canada rate decision, I think we're all on the same, pl on, on the same, uh, same page. Page? Wow. I was going to say plane. We're not going, where are we flying? Um, uh, that is not the kind of growth the Bank of Canada wants to see when it's trying to ensure that inflation gets back to target. Uh, although today's report isn't enough to get the bank off the sidelines, the fact that nothing so far seems to be able to crack the Canadian job market juggernaut must be worrying. But Mark Desarmo, principal economist at Desjardins, said we shouldn't read too much into the strong results given that the job gains were largely concentrated in specific industries such as transportation and warehousing. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh, wow. Okay, I think I'm good. There you go, Paul. Oh, my gosh. It's always the first coffee of the day. Uh, I'll just finish this last paragraph. It says, both TD and Desjardins expect first quarter GDP to come in at at an annualized 2% and 3% respectively, which is much stronger than the Bank of Canada's current forecast of 0.5%. Mm. All to say rates aren't going to go up this week. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I mean, let's let's hope not. And, uh, and that will give us a pause. The next announcement is then not until uh, June 7th. So it does give us, uh, you know, pausing in April. Gives, you know, we already have that. There is, uh, there is no announcement in May, so it kind of does allow for that time for people to, yeah. um, you know, recalibrate um, people that are looking at homes, uh, getting back into the market. Now, the yeah. other, the flip side to that, though, is that uh, Equifax has released data that non-mortgage debt and delinquencies are on the rise. Um, and so that's something that is impacting the other, the flip side to it, where we do have resilient um uh, employment numbers and and inflation coming down but we also do have spike we have kind of spiking in uh in delinquencies on uh, on consumer debt which is something that'll be uh interesting to follow because people will typically uh miss their payments on their credit cards or their lines of credit mm -hmm. and student debt before they miss their payments on their mortgage their mortgage is the first thing that people in Canada pay uh because they want to keep their home so it'll be interesting to see as those delinquencies increase and those, and if those delinquencies are individuals that have mortgages, uh, how that ripples out, you know, they've, as they can't make their non-mortgage debt payments, uh, if that trickles over to the mortgage um, payment. So that'll be something to keep an eye on over the next six uh, to 12 months. Yeah, I have, I have the numbers here, actually, which I can touch on. Sure. Um, master, great segue, master, master segue. Dave starts talking. I'm like, hold on, let me pull up the data. <laughs> um, it says total consumer debt continued to rise in the quarter, reaching $2.37 trillion. Uh, let's see what's important. The agency reported a 5.4% year-over-year rise in non-mortgage debt, but the pace was even faster among younger cohorts with an 8.4 rise in debt levels for those between the ages of 27 and 42. Uh, in the past 12 months, 90-plus day delinquencies in credit cards and auto loans were up by 23% and 11% respectively, Equifax reported. Overall, the delinquency rate for non-mortgage debt rose to 1.01%. 1 
uh, among mortgages, it says delinquency rates remain just off all-time lows at 0.15% as of December, according to the Canadian Bankers Association. So, yes, more. it looks like non-mortgage debt definitely super, uh, like, like pretty large increases across the board. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that'll, uh, who knows? We'll see probably exactly. a lot of people. I mean, we've seen, uh, well, I'm sure you have too, Dave. We being Dave and I, uh, mm -hmm. we, we've seen uh, like more people on renewals definitely looking to pull out some of that equity, consolidate some debt. Like it's been pretty, pretty, I would say maybe half, maybe just under half are looking to kind of access some equity for different reasons. So mm -hmm. that will probably, that'll probably be an up, you know, there'll probably be an upwards trend in that, uh, in that category, in that, in that activity that theme yeah i believe it oh yeah i think i think that side of it is uh is something that's interesting to watch and that's more so on the um defaults and and you know and anything coming up from a foreclosure standpoint but um any sort of you know we've like we've talked about a lot uh there are a lot of buyers on the sidelines that are just afraid of payments but they have become you know, watching a couple of rate pauses, um, I do find that as soon as there is a, a, a non-announcement, if you will, from the Bank of Canada, uh, that, you know, really that week following, there were a lot of people looking to get re-pre-approved that were starting, yeah. that were feeling more confident about um, where things were at and where, um, and, and what their payments would be and, and that, okay, well, there's not going to be another rate announcement. Like, great. Like let's, let's get re pre-approved and we're coming up to the spring market, you know, snow's thawing and, uh, and wanting to mm -hmm. get back in. So I think this Wednesday, if they do, you know, all indicators are that they will hold steady. Um, it will be interesting to see and, you know, come next week's show of, uh, of any increased um, kind of traction. I think nice segue, Dave. I think that as of Wednesday through to the end of June is going to be absolutely bananas. I think it's going to be the busiest time since last September. For stamp, sure. Stamp, time stamp that uh, prediction, that, there, Steve. That's what I believe. <laughs> I think and this warm weather is just going to make people be like, yes, let's go. Especially the last next couple two weeks. weeks has just been brutal, brutal. Everything, people, it slowed down. It, it totally slowed down. Yeah, you know, a nice storm uh, taking out some trees and hydro will do that as well. But yeah, we got <laughs> twenty five. We got twenty four, twenty five degrees coming up in the next. Uh, I think seven day forecast. Mm -hmm. I saw this. Uh, you will be out this, about. Absolutely, there was this clip I saw of this guy. Uh, I, I wish I could share it right now. I can't remember where it was. He's talking about the seasons in Canada. It's like welcome to Canada, where we have four seasons, and then he goes through summer, fall, winter, and then he's like, and then. We have winter's hangover. There is no spring in Ottawa, in Canada. Or, yeah, anyways, it's just, uh, it was hilarious. Just talking about how spring is just so gross and all you see is garbage everywhere. Yeah. And then it's summer. Garbage and dirt, and then everyone's on patios. Like a couple of weeks, day. then it's summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Accurate. Well, should we uh, slide into the mood boost, Paul? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, guys. I got four today for the squad. Number one, uh, I accidentally rubbed ketchup in my eyes over the weekend. Now I have hindsight. Oh. <laughs> hindsight. Imagine if it was that easy. Right? Um, number two, I tried to come up with a carpentry pun that would work. 
I thought I nailed it, but nobody saw it. Mm. That was mm. good. A lot, of, mm-hmm. a lot of wood play in there. A lot, a lot, a lot of wow, wow, a lot of wood play. Wood play. Um, number three, I went to the paint store to get thinner. Didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Springs here, you know, trimmed down. I like that. Um, And last but not least, I just spoke with Bill Withers and told him, ain't no sunshine is bad grammar. He said, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I thought That's, Greg would like that one. That was, yeah, that was that was great. That was great. Yeah. Thanks everyone for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> we got that one together. Dave's Segway, Segway Dave and Pet Daddy Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Remember everyone, I got your pet claws. He's gonna be on a Segway next week, just like yeah. just moving around his, his house. And I'm and I'm not sharing it. I'm keeping it. You want it? You want it? Let's work. Yeah. <laughs> Greg's handing out pet claws. Batten three. (laughs) Good. Uh, Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, As always, the show will be, uh, the show's air every Tuesday, 10 a.m. I almost didn't make it this week. Uh, 10 a.m. Tuesdays on YouTube, on every streaming platform. And uh, thanks, as always. Make sure to uh, follow, subscribe, share, like, review, comment. Uh, We we see them all. We read them all. We uh, talk about them on the show. And uh, we'll see you soon. Happy uh, belated Easter, everyone. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe because we'd really like that.